Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1173, When to Push, When to Rest, When to Quit, by Tony Tran with IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. This is the podcast where I act as a personal narrator for you for free, usually from blogs, sometimes from books. And I realized recently how little I know about you. Some people email me, which is nice, but probably 99% of the listeners don't, which is fine. I couldn't handle all those emails if you did. But I would like to get a better feel for who's listening. So I have a five or six question survey that will help me pick the content here on the show and do a better job catering it to you. I know there are listeners as young as 16 up to listeners in their 70s, possibly younger and possibly older. But if 99% are in their, say, 20s to 50s, that could help me understand the audience a lot better. So if you can help out, I'd greatly appreciate it. Plus, I'll do an extra book raffle for those participating. To do the very quick survey, it takes less than a minute, come by oldpodcast.com survey. I haven't done this in years. And again, I'll do a bonus book raffle for anyone that enters their email address there, but that's totally optional. You don't need to enter your email address. Again, that's oldpodcast.com survey. And I'll have a link to that in this episode's description. For now, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. When to push, when to rest, when to quit by Tony Tran with IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. Imagine this, you set out writing a novel by the end of the year. You have your daily word count goal. You know exactly how your plot is going to go. And you set aside time at the beginning of each day to write. Great. For the first few weeks, everything goes well. You write each day and you're excited about how your novel is shaping up. But then something happens. It starts to get harder and harder to write. Each morning begins to feel like a slog to hit your word count. Then one morning you get to your computer, boot up your word processor, put your hands on the keyboard, and nothing. You don't feel motivated to keep going with your goal to write a novel. What do you do then? The problem with traditional goals. Goals are great. They can help you achieve success by focusing your efforts on a very defined objective. And coupling goals with effective habits that allow you to achieve them is even better. But there's a problem with the way we traditionally approach goals. We often pick the wrong ones. There's nothing wrong with goals like, I wanna lose 10 pounds, or I want to write a novel in a year. Those are very lofty and achievable objectives to have. But if those goals are arbitrary or don't truly add value to your life, then why are you doing it? There can be a lot of answers to this. My friends and family are all losing weight. I wanna try too. I saw an article about how the most successful people in the world wake up at 4 a.m. each day. I wanted to write a book because, well, I don't know. 
But if your goal doesn't actually come from you, it's not likely that it's going to work out. Here at I Will Teach You To Be Rich, we're all about the rich life. That means focusing your time, energy, and money into the things that truly matter to you. Not your friends, not your family, not the people on the internet who totally swear by the paleo diet. That also means choosing your goals based on the things that matter to you too. How to find out if your goals suck. If you're wondering if you chose a goal you don't really care about, don't worry. We have a system that can help you find out whether or not you should keep going with your goal, pause it, or forget about it completely. And it all boils down to three areas. When to push, when to rest, and when to quit. Let's take a look at each area now and see what questions you should be asking yourself to see if you should push, rest, or quit. When to push. Knowing when to push through our fears and challenges is crucial to getting the things we want in life. However, it's important to recognize whether or not the goals are really what you should be pursuing. If you ever find yourself faced with a lack of motivation to get your goal done, start asking yourself these questions to help clarify and reorient yourself in your goals. Is this goal aligned with what I really want? Will not doing this activity today jeopardize my chances of reaching my goal in the time specified? If I don't do this activity right now or today, will I regret it? Will not doing this activity today impact someone I care about in a negative way? If you answer yes to any of these questions, think about pushing ahead with your goal. It's only when you push through your challenges that you see the biggest growth in your habit forming. When to rest. Sometimes it isn't a matter of pushing or quitting. Sometimes you just need a break from your goals, a temporary breather to help you feel invigorated and motivated again. These can be crucial for achieving any goal and avoiding the dreaded burnout, that feeling of working and grinding but without the sense of accomplishment or motivation. It can be devastating to your mental health and deadly to your goals. That's why we all need a little break sometimes, and that's okay. To help you recognize whether or not you should take a break from your goals, ask yourself the following questions. Am I feeling drained, depleted, and depressed? Has my rigidity or commitment to doing this activity every day gotten in the way of my primary relationships? Can I take one day off to accomplish my goal in the time specified? Is participating in this activity allowing me to ignore other difficult or challenging issues in my life that need my attention? If you find yourself answering yes to any of these questions, you might wanna consider taking a breather. How long that break is depends entirely on your goals. It could be one day, it could be a whole week. No matter what the case, you're gonna wanna take this seriously. That's because all could greatly benefit from a little self-care from time to time. No, this isn't an excuse to overindulge or forget about your responsibilities entirely. It's just a time to take it a little easier and reflect on your goals. You might even find yourself asking, is this goal right for me at all? In which case you can move on to our next question, when to quit. Sometimes you might realize that a goal you are pursuing isn't in line with what you actually want. And that's okay. You might feel a little dejected and disheartened by it, but you actually save yourself a lot of time and energy when you do. Take it this way. Would you rather realize that marathon running isn't a goal you want to pursue three months into training or 11 months into training when you've sunk countless hours into your runs? The former, of course. Be sure to ask yourself these questions if you ever find yourself lacking motivation to achieve a goal. They might just help you save a lot of time and mental energy. Am I completely unmotivated by this goal? When I imagine my ideal self one year or five year or 10 years from now, will this goal have contributed to that? Have I gained any ground at all in achieving this goal? Does this goal contribute to what I want to do and who I want to be overall? 
These are perhaps the most important questions you can ask yourself. They ground you in the reality of what you want and what contributes to that. If you find yourself saying yes to any of these questions, you should seriously consider either taking a rest from your goal or quitting. But I get it, quitting can be hard for top performers. But sometimes that's the best thing you can do for yourself and your future. Avoid the treadmill of disappointment. Does this sound familiar to you? We get really motivated to try something new. Today's the day. We clean the house, pay our bills on time, or finally make it to inbox zero. The first day or two goes okay, but then we forget to do something on our list, get distracted, or simply procrastinate. Guilt creeps in and we avoid working hard, which only leads to more guilt and procrastination, until finally, we give up. Then the waiting game begins until motivation strikes again, starting the whole process over with our newest fascination and a new list of goals. If you're like the vast majority of us, then you should be very familiar with the treadmill of disappointment. It's a trap we all set for ourselves where we set a lofty goal and ride a wave of motivation until we all come inevitably crashing down and feeling unmotivated completely. The question now is how do we avoid the treadmill of disappointment? Simple, we set good goals and form effective habits around them. You just listened to the post titled When to Push, When to Rest, When to Quit by Tony Tran with IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm definitely the type to fall into that treadmill of getting pumped up about something and then falling off quickly, the all or nothing mentality but something I've mentioned for the last couple of months because it's still working is to use that to your advantage. Go all in, but with something so tiny that you can't not do it every day. For example, five squats. That counts as doing an exercise in my book. Now, if you do that every day, you'll get to a point where you'll say, I can do six today or maybe 10. I didn't have weights at my house, so I was doing squats without any weights, and that's fine. To build the habit of doing something every single day, I started with maybe 10 or 15 squats without any weights. Now I'm doing 50. You can do it too. Just start with something super small, it counts, and do only that every day, even right before bed if you have to. I've done that multiple times and you'll sleep fine after doing a couple of squats or push-ups. Just do one thing and make it small. It really works to build a habit. All right, before I go, if you can fill out the very quick and easy survey at oldpodcast.com survey, I'd greatly appreciate it. And I'll enter you into a special book raffle if you wanna include your email address. Doing the survey will help me understand who's listening since I don't have access to that kind of info. Again, that's at oldpodcast.com slash survey. I have that linked in this episode's description. Thank you for doing that. And thank you for listening every day. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.